Buongiorno, buon pomeriggio, e buonasera, Lazio world. Welcome to our instant reaction pod. Consider this your stoppage time as we review Lazio Napoli. Not that there's a ton to review in this lifeless draw. I'm your host, Sean McIntosh, joined by my good friend and our guest here today, Bobby Meehan. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? You know, um... I, I I don't get to nap often uh, with two kids, uh, two little maniacs keeping me up. But, uh, you know, if, if there was ever a, a match that uh, had me dozing off, it, it, it was this one. 100%. So, you know, I'll, I'll kick this one off and, and share my three words. And that's simply perfect nap material. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know how we're going to squeeze enough content to fill a podcast up. Um, not a ton happening yeah. here. Um, you know, I'll, I'll quickly dive just into the little bit of a, of a review before I give you a chance to share your three words. But um, this was an important fixture at Stadio Olimpico. Um, key players out from both sides. So uh, Napoli without Cavaraschiglia with... Um, Accumulation and Osimen, of course, playing in African Cup of Nations in Guisa for him. Um, same reason at AFCON. So Napoli without some of their key players. Lazio without Ciro Immobile due to yellow card. Zaccagni due to yellow card. So, you know, I, I guess to be expected as far as lack of goal output, it seems to be the running theme for Lazio, regardless of who's in there. But Yo, Luis Alberto back for this one. Cataldi in the starting 11 over Rovella, Marusic, and Lazzari, the left and right back pairing. Um, love to see Cataldi wearing the armband today. And uh, honestly, probably the, the, <laughs> the, the most positive. Um, really a, a first half when you look at it. Very, very little from both sides. Uh, one opportunity, maybe... Um, a half chance from Isaacson, who clears his attempt wide of frame. And uh, and then we start the second half with a world-class moment from Tati Castellanos, a brilliant moment in which he chests a ball across to him. He chests it right off the bat, bicycle, back of the net, only to be waved off immediately because of offside. It was the right call. It was certainly heartbreaking for such a spectacular goal to be wiped off. I, I don't know. Maybe there should be a ruling uh, where <laughs> if the goal is a 9 out of 10, you know, you, you give it to the player regardless. But um, disappointing moment. You know, from then on, there's there's a few chances here and there. We'll talk about some of that. But ultimately, it finishes nil-nil. Napoli, no shots on frame. Lazio managing to get one. Mind you, um, they went the Supercoppa final uh, full 90-plus minutes in that affair without finding a shot on frame. So it's one shot on frame over the course of 180-plus minutes. Not spectacular for that reason. I am saying perfect nap material. Mm -hmm. Bobby, what do you have? 
Yeah, for me, it's two hours lost. Um, you know, it's a beautiful day down here in South Florida. It's low 80 degrees, like could have been doing literally anything else. Um, yeah, I think that you said it perfectly in terms of uh, in terms of perfect night material. There was nothing going forward. I mean, you know, nothing, nothing really to sweat about defensively, but they also offered nothing in, in contrast to, you know, put us under any kind of pressure. Um you know, big, big standout for me was he's actually like still trying to, you know, push forward and back in his, you know, his first start in a bit. Um, I thought that Romagnoli had a pretty good game minus the one silly challenge that he had. Um, but, uh, but overall, yeah, very forgettable performance for me. Well, let's then talk about what, what led to this, you know, and, and I'll, I guess I'll ask this, um, were you disappointed then by the result? Yeah, I mean, I th you think you got to be right because like that's a, it's a huge game for us. We're you know in the home leg of this uh, of this, um, we were able to go and beat them earlier in the year at at their home ground. They're missing a ton of attacking weapons. Like you know, you feel like you yeah we're we're down we're down Chiro we're down Zakani and you know we definitely miss Zakani big time today. Um, but you still feel like you can go out and, and get a result. You know they've not been playing exceptionally well under the new manager. So yeah, I mean disappointing that that we played the way that we did and we weren't able to get more out of the game. Yeah, I I think I I agree. I'd, I'd love to hear certainly from our viewers um, to share their thoughts on on whether this point. If, if they see it as two points dropped or, or a point gained, or if they're just pretty meh, you know, very yeah. little reaction to it. I think uh, I was initially very, very disappointed. And again, you know, both sides, it was probably pretty deserved for both sides to split. Yeah. Again, we're talking about one shot on frame between the two. Yeah. <laughs> but I think when, when you, you look at it overall, um, I think Lazio with the slight edge in this yeah. one, just because, um, you know, and we'll talk about the missed chances. Lazio did have some moments that mm -hmm. any other side, it seems like, would have bagged um, a, a couple goals here. And while we're not creating a ton, there are some key moments that we need players to just be clinical. So, and and again, for the very little next to nothing that Napoli, uh, you know, attributed on their offensive side. I mean, it was a walk in the park for our, our yeah. defense. Mm -hmm. I, I really thought that there was an opportunity to come out there and, and take one. But when you step back, you, you look at the fixtures and you say, you know, going into the season, certainly, but this is a different Napoli than we yeah, for anticipated. Sure. I mean, it's four points, one out of a possible six yeah. against a Napoli side who we are in direct contention for, you know, with, with a handful of other teams. So I think... Mm -hmm. Well, I want to be incredibly, incredibly disappointed. And don't get me wrong, it is. I can still look at this because we know that um, Lazio has has um, given up some absolute daggers and heartbreakers in the past. And, and this was one that I kind of figured the script was written for some moment of madness. So we were, you know, at the same time, lucky to just kind of escape. But um yeah, let's let's talk about some performances. And before we get to our our bidone, who were some of the players that stood out for you? I know you kind of rattled off a couple. You know, we, yeah. we may disagree, I, I think, which is good. But um, let me let me hear from you. Who who was your man of the match in this one? Yeah, it was it was a hard one for today because no one truly like stood out. Um, both for at least on the on the positive side of things. 
Um, for me, I would say that, you know, I would argue that you could put a couple into it. The first of which I would say is his auction that while, you know, he missed his, his couple of chances that he had, and, you know, it could be argued that the, you know, the pass that he tried to square to Tati in the second half, he probably should have just taken on as a, as a shot directly. Um, he was, he was at least still wanting to, you know, take players on and, and make something happen. Um, you know, if you look over on the other side, Felipe, he was making good runs, but he never wanted to take anybody on one-on-one -on -one throughout the entirety of the game. It seemed like. Um, I also think that Tati had a pretty good game too, uh, minus the fact that he continues to keep diving, which drives me nuts. Um, but for me, if I, if I had to nudge it to one person, I would say it would probably be either Isaacson and Romagnoli, just for the way that both of them played pretty consistent on their respective ends of the pitch. How about you? So um, again, I, I think it's it's this is going to be good because I, I disagree on a couple players. One, I, it was it was a challenge to come up with your your um, with honestly with both with Abidon and a man of the match. We're talking about yeah. a match that was overall pretty stale. You know, nobody really shines. Nobody gave up anything stupid or or really was poor. But um, you know, in terms of man of the match, my here I'll I kind of bucket it in in a couple categories. Um, I'll start with Philippe Anderson because I did have him in contention. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think he actually did, you know, put his head down and, and dribble. You know, he he had a, a number of successful dribbles, you know, and, and just kind of looking at the stats here. I mean, he was three for five on successful dribbles, you know, compared to Isaacson, who was only one for three. You know, one of those rare, rare matches. And we know Philippe is so up and down where he does decide to attack. Mm -hmm. I think just we didn't ever really create anything from it yeah. um but i i thought overall i mean i, I thought i saw a, a felipe that was looking a little bit more aggressive for um, sure I, I put pellegrini in the mix as well yeah you know, he only He's played 20 20 minutes but in 20 minutes this man dude an absolute dime on Vecino. Yeah. just what a beautiful beautiful cross Vecino should have could have usually does yeah. a whole hell of a lot better than what he does with that one earns two corner kicks and then makes a huge sliding tackle in the waning moments of this match to stop a Napoli, you know, attack. So, yeah, I, mean, I literally have, I literally had it written down like Javi Alonso or Pellegrini. Um, I, I agree with you a hundred percent that he came on. And for me, it's, it's hard for me to give a, a 20 minute, you know, appearance, a man in the match, but I would agree with you that he was off. He made an instant impact off, off the bench coming yeah. in. I mean, again, um, in 20 minutes, he did more to create yeah. than any other player. So, you know, that's where I kind of put him in a different category where, hey, I'm not going to argue if to, to have him in there because nobody else really stepped up in that way. Right. You know, and then just the combo of Gila and, and Romagnoli, again, really, really sound. Just yep. continue to be blown away by Gila. So many opportunities where, you know, he makes a great tackle. Um, there was a couple moments where he has the ball and he's getting chased by a couple defenders. Young center back where you – you, you, you wonder if he's going to turn the ball over. It's a, a questionable moment. He's able to escape pressure, play the ball back to Provadel. Um, you know, I, I was I was very, very happy, you know, with that pairing. But across the back line, you know, shout out to Madosic, who played strong. You know, Lazzari from a defensive side. We didn't see a ton of Lazzari. Usually you're seeing him a lot more involved in attack, but pretty, pretty sound. So let's yeah, let's yeah. talk about our bidones then. Who did you have as your bidone of the match? 
For me, it was Guendozi. Um, you know, normally someone that I'm a huge fan of. I think that he, you know, has the best motor of anybody on the team. Um, I love that, you know, he can be passionate sometimes to a fault. Um, but for today, he was just, he just seemed like he was like a half a step behind. A lot of errant passing, um, a lot of just being out of position in terms of trying to receive balls in, in the midfield as well. And I think that that was like, you know, reflective of the the way that he was subbed out as early as he was. So mine's going to be... And maybe it's considered harsh, but again, in a match where there wasn't a lot going on and 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 this continues to be the issue with Lazio is we're not creating a ton. So I'm, I'm going to heap a whole lot more pressure on those one or two moments. And fair or not, I, I got to say, Isaacson is my bidone of the match. 15 minutes into this one, Luis Alberto scores a nice ball to yep. Isaacson, who's got space. I mean all the space in the world, right, centered, everything. He can go either direction. It's perfect for him. And he doesn't even get a shot on frame. Mm -hmm. Just don't go for that world-class top corner finish. We're struggling to to do anything. Luis does his part. You, you got to be a little bit better. There was another moment in the first half where he gets the ball, and I think he should have immediately played it. Uh, or he he should have immediately taken a shot. He's in the box. He holds on for just a, a hair too long. Just shows probably like many, many other players, just a lack of confidence in the box. He doesn't mm -hmm. need to wait. And then the big moment, you, know, you mentioned it. I mean, Genduzzi, and, and I don't disagree. He was largely invisible, but plays a world-class threaded through ball. And Isaacson, you, you have to shoot. You have yeah. to. Um, again, I don't even care if it's, you know, and I think in this case, the right soccer play is to just take the shot, but I don't yeah. even care. Right. You hear about it a lot in basketball. It's like, make the right basketball play, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe that extra pass. We just got to know, like, we are struggling to create. You're in the box, have a crack for, for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I look at those three big moments, two of them were, were aside from a Vecino header, those are the biggest moments in the match and he's got to do better. He's got to do better. Yeah. yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, <laughs> it's uh, you know, I think that the, the counter argument or the challenge to that is that, well, at least like they're having like the courage to try to make something happen as opposed to like what we saw a couple of weeks back where if we're even remotely in a shooting position, we're like, ah, we'll take it, make the extra pass, square it, recycle it and not try to advance forward. But I agree with you that in a game like this of such fine margins, like it, you know, we're, 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 what eight nine inches away from Tati having a, a worldie to to win the game? Um, we have one shot on target that's registered throughout ninety minutes. Like, yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. That got to be more clinical on that one. Yeah, and look, you know, on Tati, you you tell me what what do you think of his performance? I thought that he played well. I thought he had good moments. Um, I think for me, ultimately, the the one thing that's disappointing with him is that he just continues to to dive and, uh, and, you know, yell at the ref when he doesn't get a call to go his way. Um, you know, it's one that that's, that's tough on that side, but I think that he tried to create, I think that he tried to, you know, drop into the midfield a good amount. There was a couple times that I, I did have down that like um, there was in the 31st minute with his auction um, running up, he's like, his actions one-on-one. He doesn't really have anybody to try to square to. Obviously, he blows the ball into, into row Z. Um, but for me, Tati didn't even try to like come off of the edge of the box to give him an opportunity to square the ball. 
Uh, if you watch back the replay of that, he's kind of just jogging all the way through. And I, I don't know if he just expected him to try to win the corner or, or what, but um, if, if I'm, if I'm him and I'm, I'm in that situation, I'm making a beeline for the penalty spot and hoping that I try to get a, try to get a, uh, try to get a square ball. But um, I mean, ultimately I would give him, you know, probably a 7.5 out of 10 for today for, for his effort. And, you know, as much as you can give someone for today. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I'm aligned with that, you know, early on, I actually had him as a, as a contender for Bidone and it was, yeah. you know, because, because of the nonsense slow. with the refs, right. I mean, yeah. you know, a very clear dive. I, I hate to see that, you know, yep. and I get the frustration, you know, he's, he's trying to do whatever he can to earn something for his team, but it's not helping him. It, it starts to build a reputation that's going to come back and make it harder to get calls. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, look, yo, so you know, let's look ahead. What what is what does this do for you? Like, what are some of the positives? You know, if any, do you think Lazio can take from this as as we look ahead to Atalanta next week? I mean, it's it's hard to think of many other than the fact that um, you know the back five were, were relatively solid today. You know, you walk away with a clean sheet for today. Um, but other than that, it's not it's not one that I'm spending too much time looking at. I think that. Um, we, uh, I think that we got a, we, I, I don't, you know, I don't take a whole lot from today, um, both positive or negative. It's not something that I think that they're going to go into the game next week and be like, all right, you know, we're, we're, we're rolling. We just came off a, you know, a worldly of a performance. Um, it's, it's tough for me to try to take any, anything, you know, anything of, of value out of, out of today. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel, um, you know, I think it's a missed opportunity for a couple players, you know, knowing again, Cheeto and Zakani were out. This was a big moment that you, you hope to see Tati and, and Isaksen step up. And yeah, we, there's, there's things that are unfair to judge about their performances. Again, time and time again, we know whoever's playing in that central position is not getting a ton of opportunities yeah. of service. So you, you love what you saw from, you know, just Tati shows you what he can do. He's, he's got this incredible, technical ability he has um, an affinity for the flair i was texting with uh with a co-worker who used to work for nycfc you know and, and he saw the highlight of that and, and he was like i saw that his first his first training session and nycfc he pulled that off and he, he he does those time and time again so he's a player that is capable of some of those moments you know unfortunately he's having to try and pull some of that out of just nothing I have seen some unfair criticism of him. I really just don't know what folks expect him to do with or what more he could possibly do. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, even that it, right, Isaacson. We wanted him to shoot. He he passes it, and I saw some people upset that Tati kind of attempted like that that back back flick, flick thing. But there yeah. was nothing. I mean, yeah, like what else is he gonna do? Them. There yeah, was nothing yeah. he could do. I I looked at that and just saw a player who was capable of pulling off something out like otherworldly, right? Because if he pulls that off, that's a goal of the week. Right. You know, and and so, um, yeah. But look, obviously, you're 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 gonna go with Chiro Immobile next week against Atalanta, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You, you needed to see something else from Tati. Um, I think you know Isaksen's probably gonna have to to sit next week. You're gonna go with Felipe on the right, um, and Zakani back, back sure. to that left wing. I think yeah. <laughs> you know. I thought I thought Catali performed really really well. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, nothing, um, but he was absolutely sound. Really what you want out of somebody playing in that Regista role. You know, I thought mm-hmm. he was um, had a little pep in his step. And, you know, but I think you're going to go back to Rovella next week. And, and next week is up until this point. The, the, it's the biggest match of this season. I mean, and that's sure. how it needs to be treated because yeah. um, 
this one is a direct head-to-head. We know, you know, we're, we're level currently. So if we take a look at the Serie A table, you've got Inter Milan, Milan who dropped um, points this week. I'm sorry, currently Juve in first um, with 53 points. Inter yet to play. Milan, Atalanta currently sitting at fourth with 36 points. So, you know, we, we are uh, no longer on pace with them by dropping mm-hmm. today. Fiorentina mm-hmm. yet to play. We're level with them. Fiorentina has to play today. We're currently recording this Sunday afternoon, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 15 minutes before kickoff for Fiorentina Inter. So, you know, let's, um, let's hope Inter you know, does and takes care of business there. Yep. So essentially next week is is a match for for fourth. Um, yeah. So it's, and it's if, massive. For me, for me, if, if Pellegrini's fit enough, he's got to be in the starting 11 as well because the common, when him and Zakani have been on the same field at the same time, um, that's when we've looked most dangerous this season, in my opinion. So um, Yeah, and look, there are, our, our center backs have proven absolutely more than capable. They're they're great pairing. Whatever route you want to go, you want to go Romagnoli, Patrick, feel good about it. You want to go Romagnoli, Gila, I feel good about it. Not even, you know, Casale has has not played well this year, but honestly, we haven't even seen enough of him um, mm-hmm. at this point. So, like, I'm I'm not super concerned. Throw Pellegrini in, and Atalanta is an attacking team, so I can mm-hmm. see Sadi wanting to to be a little bit more sound. But I'll be honest, if I have to choose between Lazzari being on the pitch or Pellegrini, I I want Pellegrini on Mm -hmm. the field um but why not throw both of them on we are not we're not creating so throw a couple players that are capable of creating something from your uh right back and left back positions so yeah i I agree i want to see those guys in there who do you um who do you pair in the the midfield right we we mentioned robella i mean luis alberto i'm I'm assuming you would want him in there you've, you've given I, probably the last two times you've been on now, I think Ganduzi has been your your bidon, and and obviously he's been uh, extremely strong for us for, for most of the season. Do you play Ganduzi again, or do you look to another midfielder? Yeah, so for me, if, if you're choosing between like, because I think that um, you know Rodella and and Luis Alberto are are aren't on and for me it's it's not even a debate that those two are in but for me then that leaves you the decision of uh in my opinion in that particular spot in either Commodore or Guindose um and I think that I'm still going to put Guindose in it just because I think that he has his upside I think is higher than Commodore's like for me I think Commodore looking at it apples to apples I know that um you know some people might feel differently but I just don't every time that he has a big opportunity to step up to the plate and be you know the the creative maestro in, in the midfield I just don't see it happen from him so at least I know with Guindosi that yeah he may like have a couple errant passes and yeah he may be out of position but the kid's also going to run his ass off and like it's going to be a physical game next week too but yeah, yeah and, me, and if you want to if we, we want to you know if you want Lazzari and, and Pellegrini in there you, you probably need somebody a little bit more capable of just giving an all-out effort on the defensive side too and Guindosi mm-hmm. so yeah I, I would agree with that and you know all in all I think that that serves as our strongest lineup uh, yeah. for this season. So it's going to be a, it's going to, it's going to show a lot. I mean, it's, it's going to take some character next week because Atalanta is playing really, really well. And again, scoring goals. So, um, you know, yeah, there's, there's concern that, that they bag a couple, but, um, but I, I'm more concerned about us finding goals, taking shots at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking at it with the fact that, you know, they've got uh, a 4X higher positive goal differential than us, like 
Absolutely. We have nothing to lose. We have absolutely nothing to lose. Like be brave, be attacking, um, work hard. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen, especially since we're going, we're going up there. Like you might as well just go all out for it. Yeah, I agree. And it'll, it'll show a lot in terms of what Saudi puts out there in, in that 11. And I, I'd love to see just a classic Cheeto Immobile. He's, he's got to get back to, to form. Hopefully this match off, you know, just provided him a little bit more time to, to get fit and you know he's he's been nagging with some injuries so we'll see it's massive it it is you know it is now the most important match of the season and um you know then we we get a little bit of a quote unquote break if there are such a thing um with Lazio but Cagliari before we see Bayern Munich um and and you know you want to talk about having nothing to lose the that Bayern match is exactly that so no, but uh, we'll be here to cover it all. Um, if you like what you hear and you're a fan of Lazio and are obviously in desperate need of Lazio English content, we know there's such a, a lack of that online. Please subscribe to our podcast. Show us some love. We are on all audio platforms as well. Give us a shout. Give us those five-star ratings. It goes a long way in helping this podcast grow, and uh, we're on every social platform as well. Your TikToks, Instagrams, Twitter. Give us a shout there. We appreciate the love, but um, above all, uh, before, after anything, sempre forza Lazio. Lazio.